With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My thoughts, my opinion. Yo, what it is? Welcome back to another episode of MTMO Sports Podcast, Dougs. Yo, I miss y'all guys, man. I hope y'all enjoyed the last episode with Mr. Eugene Campbell, man. My 105th thought, man. I swear, that was a a dope interview, man. Go check it out if y'all have not already, you feel me? But... We are here at 106, you feel me? My 106th thought hey, on this episode is going to be dope. Just like I always give y'all that dope content, you feel me? Because, yo, this episode, I'm going to be talking about the Jets finally got their new quarterback, you feel me? And I'm going to try to place him where he uh, ranked in the AFC, you feel me? The Bucks got rid of their head coach. It's like, ooh, what was they thinking? But... You know what I mean? We're gonna, I'm going to give you all my opinion on that and who I feel should have that job upcoming now. And, of course, of course, I have to give y'all the NBA playoff update because that one team nobody believed in made it to the Western Conference Finals, you feel me? But enough all that shitty chat, man. Let's get straight into it. All right. The New York Jets. Had their new quarterback. Can't really say new. It's like a used car, in my opinion. You feel me? I like your funny words, Magic Man. But, you know, it's new to them and it's new to the AFC. You feel me? The Jets went out there and finally, finally got Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? And um, let's talk about that a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I'm not fully invested, fully. Uh, not fully into it, you know what I mean? Because, don't get me wrong, is Aaron Rodgers a good quarterback? Yes. Is Aaron Rodgers a Hall of Fame quarterback? Yes. Multiple-time MVP? Yes. You know what I mean? Got just Super Bowl underneath his belt. It's like Aaron Rodgers has everything that uh, a quarterback would dream about, you know what I mean? And, and, and right now, I'm just not really sold that the Jets are a Super Bowl team now. Just because they got Aaron Rodgers, the baddest man in the in the offseason. I mean, during the regular season, my bad. The baddest man in the regular season. But I still don't believe in the Jets. But let's see how they got here. Now, the Jets. The Jets got Aaron Rodgers, and he also got 
the first round 15th pick of the 2023 and the fifth round pick um, of, of 2023. You know, uh, okay. They exchanged first rounds pretty much because the Packers went on here and got the first round of 2023, which was the 13th pick this year. They got a second round, which was the 42 pick. And they also got a six-round pick. Um, and then they also can – that sixth round can move up to a first round, you feel me, if Rodgers plays 65% of his snaps. And I think the Jets will – the Packers will and the Jets will make out good on that deal, in my opinion. Um, I see Aaron Rodgers playing 65% of the uh, snaps this year. I, matter of fact, I see Aaron Rodgers playing 100% of the snaps this year, in my opinion. I think the Jets went all in with Aaron Rodgers. They figured it was like, if this is time to win, this is the time now. Now, I'm not a big fan of renting these one-year quarterbacks because I believe that's what Aaron Rodgers is really going to give us, a one-year. You know, if the Jets wanted that headache, because the Packers was done with that headache. The Packers was tired of going back and forth with them, uh, tired of every uh, offseason that – uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to go in his hiatus. He lies about taking the vaccine, and he just like untrustworthy. And the Packers, in my opinion, were just like, you know, we are done with this. It's time to move on. It is time to not deal with this guy no more. It is time to go ahead and shop this guy on Craigslist. I like your funny words, Magic Man. Because honestly, you know, it's it's not like you went to a new uh, you went to a dealership and got a new car for the Jets. You know what I mean? So. But, you know what I mean, even with this used car, I believe it can get you to A to B, A to C. Maybe it can get you down to the later than the alphabets. Uh, I don't know about Z because that's the promised land of them making a Super Bowl. But I also think I, I think that Aaron Rodgers can get the Jets into the playoffs. Now, I believe that Aaron Rodgers had came from the NFC, which it is not as deep. As quarterback play, in my opinion, you know, what I mean, you got some good quarterbacks over there, but now you're now coming to the AFC where there is a bunch load of quarterbacks, a lot of quarterbacks that it is hard to figure out who is really the top quarterback in the AFC. Of course, it's given to Pat Mahomes, of course, and you know, maybe he just won a Super Bowl, he won multiple Super Bowls already. If I'm not mistaken, he is the only quarterback in the AFC right now that has won multiple Super Bowls in the last couple of years. So I say to say that Pat Mahomes is sitting on top. And of course, I'm going to be biased. I'm going to be that guy. LJ is number two. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure a lot of people going to go back and forth like, oh, how, how the hell Lamar number two? Listen to the word I said. I said me being biased. You feel me? But no, on the for real though, I just think that Aaron Rodgers has a lot of quarterbacks. Um, that's 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 gonna be competing to see who's the top quarterback in the AFC, in my opinion. Um, because you 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 can just go let, let's start off with the AFC East and their own division. You have Josh Allen, baddest man, you know what I mean? Arguably number two quarterback in the AFC, in my opinion. Arguably, but in my argument, of course, I'm not gonna put him over top of LJ right now. But you still got Josh Allen, you got Tua. Now, I understand like Tua ain't that guy, and people is still sleeping on him, and he's also second guessing himself whether is he ready for retirement or not. So, you know, 
but you still got Tua over there. Um, who else is in that division, man? Um, and then you still got Matt Jones. Now, I understand that Tua and Matt Jones, that list gets a little it drops. <laughs> it just it just really drops in my opinion. But um that's 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 three good quarterbacks, at least two decent quarterbacks that's in that division. Then you come to the AFC North. You have your Lamar Jackson, you have your Joe Burrow, you have uh you got Pickett, which you know I'm not really sold on him yet. I think Pittsburgh still has some more growing and mature with this quarterback. But and then you also have Deshaun Watson, who is now coming back to a full year of offseason. You feel me? So that's an that's another that's another three quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Most definitely top two quarterbacks that's in the AFC North that still can give Aaron Rodgers some problems. Then we go ahead to the AFC West now. We still got Pat Mahomes, as I already claimed that, in my opinion, he's number one in the AFC. Then you got Justin Herbert. Then you got uh, Russell Wilson. And then, you know, uh, I forgot who Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas, that quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, not too much of a hype, but still a winning quarterback. He was still able to take the 49ers when he had the chance to into the playoffs, deep into the playoffs also. So we, we still got a little question mark around the uh, Raiders, but you still got uh, Pat Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Uh where else can I go at? It's it just like you can almost it, – it's just a lot of quarterbacks, in my opinion, that's 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 uh, going to give Aaron Rodgers a pretty much a run for his money in that AFC uh, quarterback uh, land. Now, let's talk about where the Pack – I mean the Packers, I'm sorry, where the Jets may be ranked this year, in my opinion, in the AFC East and in the AFC total. But in the AFC East, man, they will be battling, in my opinion, they will be battling for second place. Between the depending on how the Dolphins protect Tua and Tua can stay healthy, I think that's where the Jets are gonna have to wait and see and figure out is is the Dolphins better than the Jets or is the Jets better than the Dolphins? Now you still got Tyreek Hill, you got Waddle for uh Tua. But now when you think about Aaron Rodgers, you got Lazard, you got uh, Garrett Allen, and you have a lot of young wide receivers, in my opinion. And you bring back Randall Cobb. Now I understand that Randall Cobb is like robbing to Aaron Rodgers' Batman, you feel me? But at the same time, it's Randall Cobb. I don't believe Randall Cobb has a 1,000 yard receiving in the last five years. So we're we not really banking on him. Can it be trustworthy, a safety blanket for Aaron Rodgers? Yes. I can see that, but any anything more from Randall Cobb, I don't see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm and and that's where I, I think the Jets really didn't really upgrade, in my opinion. I, I think that the Pat uh Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers, going to the Jets, is almost in the same similarities as having the same wide receivers that's in Green Bay. You know what I mean? I, I understand the Jets' names probably sound a little bit more pretty and more sexier. More attractive, you feel me? But at the same time, man, I still believe that the Jets wide receivers are just the same as the Green Bay Packers, in my opinion. You know what I mean? So with all that, uh, like I said, I, I don't really see them going over the top of the Bills. The Bills, you know, uh, I believe the Bills just get a running back 
and can protect Josh Allen just a little bit longer and make sure that Josh Allen is not doing everything because that's where the Bills is falling. They let Josh Allen do everything. They have to find a formula where Josh Allen can still be your, your guy but doesn't have to do everything. So once the Bills can figure that out and find a decent running back, somebody that can hit the holes 20-plus times, can almost guarantee you 100 yards a game. If, if the Bills can do something like that, they, they solidified the top of the AFC East. They still overtop with everybody else, but it's it will be a landslide. But we still will have to see, can the Bills do that? But as far as the Jets, man, they they coming back. they having Bryce Hall coming back or Brees Hall. I believe it's Bryce Hall coming back as a running back, coming back from the uh, ACL injury. But it's coming back off an ACL injury. We already seen how J.K. Dobbins and uh, Gus Edwards didn't, did not look fully strong coming back at the ACL injury. But, you know, different man, different body. Different results sometimes, you feel me? So we most definitely can wait and see how that's going to play out for them. But the one thing I can give the Jets that Aaron Rodgers didn't really have in Green Bay is they have a better defense. That's one thing I can most definitely say that the Jets have over the Packers, and it will help Aaron Rodgers out a little bit this year. Is they, There's that defense. That defense, in my opinion, is probably a top-10 defense this year, um, coming well, coming back from last year to come into this year. They're going to be a top 10. They made some noise. The only thing that was holding the Jets back last year was a quarterback. You know what I mean? With Zach Wilson not being the guy that they drafted, and then it's Dark White being the backup who was trying to save them, who's now is gone, had left the Jets. It's like now you have uh, Zach Wilson as your backup. Hopefully he can learn from Aaron Rodgers, hopefully. Hopefully Aaron Rodgers is willing to actually show him how to be a good quarterback because Zach Wilson was just terrible last year. Uh, he was terrible in the media. He was terrible uh, in the games. He was just he, – he, he was giving off that Baker Mayfield-ish attitude. You know what I mean? We all seen how Baker Mayfield was uh, um, in the beginning of his career. Show that he can be that guy, but then after a while, the inconsistency, the the, the piss poor attitude, it, it just did not work for uh, Baker Mayfield, and it wasn't working for Zach Wilson last year. That's why the Jets was like, you know, I mean, we can kind of move on from him. We can still keep him because yes, he's still under that rookie contract, but at the same time, it's time to kind of slightly move on to to kind of make him mature a little bit uh, sooner than later pretty much that's how i think the jets is uh doing um because the jets pretty much Baker mayfield <laughs> uh zach wilson for real for real you know bringing in a new quarterback that's that's pretty much established uh known in the nfl we already know that aaron Rodgers is known he established he's the he's a um mvp a former mvp multiple mvps if i'm not mistaken um and and aaron Rodgers most definitely can can get that job done because, like I said, that defense is most definitely is going to help him. <laughs> He's going to – and maybe at times save the Jets at times. You feel me? Um, So, far as they're in that division, I think they can be a number two team in that AFC East. Um, like I said, it all depends on how the Dolphins and, and how they protect Tua. Um, because, like I said, the Dolphins came out hot last year. 
it was just the end of the season where the Dolphins was what's that one and five, one and six going out the season, going into the playoffs. Um, so if the Jets can most definitely stay consistent, which I believe uh they will get 65% of consistency out of the Aaron Rodgers trade, um, they can most definitely be uh, a number two in team in the East in the AFC East. Now, as far as in the whole AFC, um, they're gonna have to get bumped down some. Uh, I, I believe they can maybe be what is seven teams going into the playoffs. They can be that that fifth fifth seeded team, in my opinion. Because like I said, I don't have them winning their division, but I do have them just barely not winning that division, in my opinion. Um, I can see them not winning the division. They probably lose to the Bills probably about two to three games. Two. I can really kind of live with. Uh, I can see them le- uh, losing two games uh, to the Bills also. Um, but far as in the AFC, man, I I'm gonna put them in. The, I'm I, I will put them in top five this year, making the playoff this year. Um, I think they're gonna make some noise because, like I said, that defense real stout, and they have a decent quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Um, so yeah, I can see. But let's talk about Aaron Rodgers real quick and where. Is he ranked before I go on to the next topic? Um, and where is he ranked in the AFC? Um, as quarterback, just like uh just like the Jets, I think I can rank Aaron Rodgers. We can rank him in the top 10. We can most definitely put him in the top 10. Um, to narrow it down just a little bit more, I think Aaron Rodgers is now probably the fifth best quarterback in the AFC. Something in that nature, just like their playoff prediction. Number five, I think number five is going to be that lucky number. Not the whole year, you feel me? Um, but I think that puts him fifth um, best quarterback in the AFC. Um, of course, you know, like I said, Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. And then you can put Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? That, that I believe that's how that list to me will go and should be, should high, it should be how it goes, in my opinion. Um, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. He, he's a bad man in that regular season. But it's just like, how long can that bad man be the bad man? You feel me? Um, because like I said, for the time, it's undefeated. When he's when he's on you, he's on you. When he feel like you can be caught, you will be caught. You feel me? Um, so that that's just one thing. I need to see how Aaron Rodgers and Father Tom how they act this year. I need to see um Aaron Rodgers is already in camp going to his wide receivers and all that good stuff. So they're already getting the chemistry rolling. Um, we just need to see how the chemistry is going to uh, continue to roll throughout the uh, rest of the camp, going to OTAs, starting the season, stuff like that, man. And um, like I said, uh far as uh, Aaron Rodgers being ranked, last year – and yards, and this is him being compared to the AFC. Last year he was ranked in yards. He was eleven. He was uh, ranked eleventh as a court. You know what I mean in yards and quarterback. Uh, five of those quarterbacks were AFC quarterbacks. You had your Pat Mahomes. You had your Justin Herbert. You had um, Joe Burrow. You had Josh Allen, and you had the uprising star of the Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. All of them had more yards than Aaron Rodgers last year. And it's like, woo, 
gives you something to think about, man. It is like now, like I said in the beginning, you're coming into a a, a, a conference where it's nothing but good quarterbacks. It's going to be hard. You cannot just say that I did this in the NFC and I belongs on top of the AFC. No, dog. That's not how that's going to go, you feel me? And I'm pretty sure the AFC is not going to let that go. And I'm pretty sure it's going to probably – you can add another name. If uh, Lamar Jackson – the way he's talking about he wants to throw for 6,000 yards, fingers crossed, that, um, yeah, it's like now you will be number six quarterback. And if Deshaun Watson can, you know, it's just like a lot of different quarterbacks can can catch Aaron Rodgers in the yards and probably will surpass Aaron Rodgers in the yards. But, you know what I mean, time will tell and we will see. But, you know what I mean, shout out to the Jets for landing that quarterback for the this year. You know what I mean? It ain't the quarterback in the future and none of that. You know what I mean? You doing what the Indianapolis coach did, was doing the last couple of years, running quarterbacks. But not going to hate. We was, uh, Like I said, I believe that Aaron Rodgers can be that guy and is that guy. Um, but I just don't see them going to the Super Bowl or anything in that nature. So, you know, shout out to the uh, – New York Jets for signing Aaron Rodgers with training, trading for Aaron Rodgers and bringing in a top tier quarterback. And we shall see of what type of moves or what type of um, shake they will do in the uh, season, man. But not for Aaron Rodgers, man. Let's switch it to the NBA a little bit, man. And, and let's switch it over to the guys that support. Aaron Rodgers' old team and the Milwaukee Bucks and how they fired their coach, Bud Hoonhauser. All right, man. Mike Bud Ho, Ho uh, Mike, Coach Mike. Let's, let's, let's just say that. Bud, Bud Hoonhauser. I believe that's his name. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm messing his name up, but my bad. <laughs> but the Bucks fired their head coach, man, after five seasons. Five seasons. And in those five seasons, he's won 391 games. I mean, he played, he coached 391 games. He won 271. He lost 120. And he's a 69% winning coach. He was the 2021 NBA champion coach. He was a two-time coach of the year. He was a two-time all-star coach. And he had, he also uh, led the league. He also, my bad, y'all, because, this it, it, it kind of bothered me to see this man get fired, but he also um, helped Giannis of getting a league MVP and a Finals MVP. And and the Bucks was like, you know what, we're done with you. We're gonna go ahead and part ways. You didn't get to the championship, um, in 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 the last two years since you made it. Um, and I think that that just it sucks. It sucks. You know what I mean? And I feel like Bud Hoonhauser was was a great coach, um, and and I feel like he he helped establish the identity for the Milwaukee Bucks. Now I understand that Jason Kidd kind of started it because Jason Kidd was the guy that drafted Giannis, drafted Middleton, if I'm not mistaken, also, and um, you know he was he was able to, to to plant the seed and watch you know and, and as Mike came in and, and watched it grow and flourish and, and nurtured it. And, you know, he, he, he gave Milwaukee a place, a low-market team, 
a place where the big markets and he, he, he was battling against the big markets. He was battling against the the Warriors, the the Lakers, the um, Celtics. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, you know, I mean, the Heat and all the rest of these big name organizations, organizations that won multiple championships, has been to the playoff multiple times and, and understand what it takes to win. And um, when they bring in uh, uh, Bud Holden, but Button Holden, ah man, I cannot get his name right. I'm so sorry, man. I feel like this episode is like a blooper. You feel me? I'm just gonna say Coach Mike. We're gonna just call him Coach Mike right now because I can't get his name right. But Coach Mike, they bring him in, um, and like I said, he established our identity for the Milwaukee Bucks. He gave Milwaukee Bucks like a, a way better chance. Of, of going deep into the season and going to the playoffs. Um, like I said, he 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 developed that that good culture down there. Now I understand it was some help, you know. What I mean, it, it the with good coaching, it has to be with great players, you know. What I mean, and, and with those great players that he was able to connect with and, and build around and, and everything, he did his job. I don't see why he got fired. <laughs> you know what I mean? All of the Dutch show, man. I'm not understanding why did he get fired. You know what I mean? I, I think the Bucks pulled the trigger too fast on this. I think the Bucks was crazy to actually um, let him go. I, I, I think that he still had some time to, to show that he was able to still be a top coach, in my opinion. I think he still had time to show that he was able to get the Bucks back into the championship contention because you got to sit here and think, man, Giannis was hurt majority of the season to, uh, to tail end of the season and the beginning of the playoffs. Um, so when you don't have your star, things get a little shaky. Things get rough. Now, when you don't have your second star and Chris Middleton, because Chris Middleton, man, I understand he was battling coming back from injury, but Chris Middleton was not Chris Middleton this year. He was not a top two guard or a top guard. Uh, in this league this year, in my opinion, I, I feel like Chris Middleton took a step back after that uh, championship run. Um, and like I said, it was due to injury. Yes, I, I, I totally understand. I totally can comprehend that. But I feel like Chris Middleton didn't take that extra leap to help Giannis to to be Robin to Batman or anything in that nature. I felt like Drew Holiday was more of Robin. Drew Holiday was the guy who played both ends of the ball. Um, he played on. He played one hell of a defense, um, and he came down with clutch, clutch plays as uh, at the end of the games, during the games, or whatever. I felt I felt like Drew Holiday was more of the of the second star in Milwaukee, and no disrespect to Drew Holiday, but I just think that should have been Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton should have been that guy. I think Chris Middleton has a better offensive flow than uh, Drew Holiday. I think Chris Middleton. Um, should have been mentioned as as a top guard this year or pre or in this whole in this career period. But as we always keep having these conversations about Chris Middleton, man, it's like where do we place him? We most definitely can't place him in the top five. And it's like we scratching our heads 
of putting them in the top 10. You feel me? And I'm not going to say it was all because of um, coaching. This was players not executing, in my opinion. This was players not living up to the standard of, of, of what the expectations was. Um, Giannis, it, it, see, the Bucks suffer what the, uh, the Buffalo Bills in the NFL suffer. You let one guy do everything, and you just can't just have one guy doing everything. You can't have him being your leading scorer, your leading rebounder, your leading blocker, your leading – you just can't have that in the NBA. That shows that your team is not construction right. So we can't just blame it all low coaching either. You know what I mean? We're most definitely going to have to blame it on some of the GM and some of the players. You know what I mean? And, and I think uh, less of the players and less of the coach and more to the GM because the GM didn't put a better team around uh, the Bucks or didn't get the Bucks a better team. You gave the, you gave the Bucks the same exact team for the last three years since you won that championship. So it was like what you expect that was going to happen. Um. I just think they they just put too much on Giannis, and then um, with with Coach Mike, man, he was also having family family trauma. Um, I was also reading that uh, he had uh, a death in the family that he was dealing with um, throughout the playoffs, and I'm pretty sure he mentally was not there. He was there physically, you know. He showed up. He didn't take no games off or anything in that nature. He showed up and and did his job, but I'm pretty sure mentally. He was not there. He wasn't fully into it, man. He, he um because the Bucks wasn't making in-game adjustments. It, it the Bucks just looked a little flat. They didn't look like how they normally would look, in my opinion. Um, so I don't think it was fully uh the coaching staff fault, or at least Coach Mike. It wasn't it wasn't uh his fault, you know what I mean? And I just think that he got a raw deal, got the raw end of the stick, man, and that sucks. You feel me? You know what I mean? It's just like if you're not mentally here, you're not mentally, you know what I mean? You could at least say, hey, man, let's we're going to take a break. You know, we're going to give you some time off. We're going to let you try to figure out if coaching is still in your repertoire. Do you feel like coaching? Is, is you mentally able to coach or anything in that nature? I just felt like the Bucks were just like, yeah, you know what? You didn't do our job. You didn't. And, you know, what I, mean? I understand you have it's a job that you have to do. I totally get it. But I, I just felt like the Bucks was just, which is like, eh, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Your family problems, you go handle it now. You know what I mean? This is, this is, we ain't worrying about the family. We worrying about winning the championship and you wasn't able to deliver this year or the previous year. You know, so, um, sucks. But you know what I mean? Where where there's where there's dark in somebody else's tunnel, maybe that's maybe the light in somebody else. You know what I mean? Now that, that this coaching spot is vacant, um, who do I feel should have that job or should be considered? I'm not going to say have that job, but who should interview and really be considered deeply into uh, actually being this next head coach for the Milwaukee Bucks. In my opinion, I think Sam Cassell should be a next head coach in this league, man. Um, reason why I think Sam Cassell should be a head coach, number one, I believe he paid he paid his time, his dues as an assistant head coach uh, in the league, even following behind Doc for the last couple of years. Um, and I think that um, it's time for him to 
actually build his own identity, to build his resume, to show that um, he he is a good coach in this league. And I think San Cassell will fit perfect uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks. Number one, he used to be a Milwaukee Buck back in the day. So he already has the identity. He knows what it's like being in Milwaukee. And now that you can actually bring him uh, back into it, he would know what type of culture it is. Number two, I believe he's that coach that can thrive and, and actually push his players to the max. I'm not saying that Coach Mike didn't push his players to the max, but I believe that San Cassell can relate more because he played in the league. He know what it's like to be in the league. He know what it's like to be uh, a player in this league. You know what I mean? San Cassell wasn't the best point guard that ever uh, walked across this floor, but San Cassell was a decent a decent enough point guard to actually play in this league for multiple years. And he knows what it would like to play in different teams, different scenarios, different situations. So I, I just think that San Cassell is more of a good fit um, for Milwaukee. And like I said, he, he has that tough, that grit, that, that, that old style coaching that I believe that also can fit with this, with the new generation. You know what I mean? Cause I don't know if you ever seen the video clip of him and James Harden when he was coaching James Harden and he was telling James Harden he was doing this wrong. He was he was stirring about it. He was even though James Harden was like, "Look, I'm doing everything that you want me to do," but Sankasa was like, "No, you're not. You're doing. You're emulating what I want you to do, but you're not doing exactly what I want you to do." You know what I mean? He has some few other choice words in there. You know, I'm not gonna really say right now, but he most definitely has some few uh, some other few choice words. Um. But I, I just believe that Sam Cassell is is that guy that can actually um, uh, uh, help the Bucks out and give them identity, and 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 the Bucks won't be taking too far of a step back, um, losing the head coach now. You know, what I mean, I, that's just just my opinion. You feel me? You know, I I, I just believe that Sam Cassell is up for his due. Sam Cassell should be mentioned. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of people keep saying like Mark Jackson and and I'm not not against Mark Jackson or any of these uh, other head coaches that's out there. I just solely believe that Sam Cassell should have should be mentioned in some of these coaching jobs, man. Should be, you know what I mean? So that's all I have right there on the on the Bucks situation, man. And and I wish the Milwaukee Bucks nothing but the best of them searching for their next head coaching. Hopefully they can bring in the right fit for them, man, because that's all it's going – that's what it's going to take, the right fit, the right culture, the right identity. You already have your um, MVP and Giannis. You have a good team already. I think you still need to add just a couple more pieces, man. Um, and And – I think Milwaukee still doesn't matter who their head coach will be, other than unless he's a straight, straight idiot. I think Milwaukee will be um, back in the playoffs and will be fighting to be in the championship next year. But while we on the subject of NBA and playoffs and championship, let me give y'all this playoff update. So let's get straight into it. Oh man. Let me tell y'all right now, right now, this NBA playoffs though, has been has been different, has been a little a little exciting, um, and we haven't really had this excitement in the playoffs 
for a nice little minute now. There has been a couple series has been, huh? Okay, you know what I mean. But it is just like now, this year, this playoffs. It was more physical. It was um, more entertainment. It was more competitive, and you didn't know which way teams or which way these series was going to go, man. And it was a lot of it was a lot of teams. Well, not a lot of teams, but it was some teams. I was like, "Dang, you 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 need to." Doing here, identify yourself. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and, and and that's exactly how I feel, man. And 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 some of these teams wasn't able to show identity. The Cavs was one of the teams. Was like, what happened? I, I'm not understanding. Like, what happened? I, I thought you can beat the Knicks. I chose you to beat the Knicks, but you didn't. You know what I mean? We all we all thought that. You know what? Before I, let's 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 get let's talk about some of these series. We have one series left right now as we speak. It's two teams trying to figure out who can make the uh the East Conference Championship, man. And that's the Celtics and the 76ers right now. The series is tied three three, and this series has been interesting, as I can say. You know what I mean? Um, because a lot of teams and a lot of people chose Boston to dominate this series. And no and no disrespect to the Boston Celtics fan. I had y'all going to this uh championship, but I had my questions. I had my doubts. And my man Kurt, I hope you are watching this. Cuz he was getting on me coming back and forth like, "Yo, why are you keep picking on my Celtics? Why every time I click on your your Instagram page, you keep asking people if the Celtics in trouble? This is why I'm saying that the Celtics is in trouble. It's in trouble. You had control of this. You had control of this series. You you you. In my opinion, you had the better team. You got your Jason Tatum. You got your Jalen Brown. You have your Malcolm Brogdon. You have your Marcus Smart. You have, um, oh, man, it's just like a whole list of people that Boston have. Boston, to me, has death over Philly. Now, Philly, of course, you got your MB, your MVP. You got your James Harden, eh, former MVP in you know, I mean, it's it's it's, it's kind of showing up here and there, showing you, give you a little bit of flashes of what uh, he used to do. And then you, after you get done talking to them, it's like question marks. I understand we got Maxi, but Maxi, he's inconsistent. PJ Tucker, um, <laughs> Shea Milton, and it's just like. Each time we keep saying different names, Tobias Harris, who's the most disappointing player right now, dog. I just sometimes, man, I just when I see him play, man, I just be. I cannot see him legally blind. Because, man, it's he is frustrating at times, man. Because at times, man, um, I just want to say like Tobias Harris can be that guy, man. But every time he plays. Every time he plays, I just got to say this. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. And I hate to say that, man, because Tobias Harris has has every attribute that a player would want, man. 
He got the size. He has the the good shooting touch. He got the shooting form. He it's just like when Tobias Harris out there, man. It's just like him and PJ Tucker play the same type, man. The same way. Just you just out there for cardio at times, man. But with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Far as the Sixers, man, and, and, and the Celtics, the only way I'm gonna give you how both way both teams can win this game seven for the Celtics for the Celtics the only way that the Celtics will beat the Sixers and I gotta let me get up close on this let me get up close let me get up on the mic and let me get up on the camera the only way the Celtics will beat the 76ers in Game Seven if Jason Tatum Stop playing like the sorry sack of trash that he's playing. He is terrible right now, man. And, and Jason Tatum gets me frustrated. He gets me real frustrated because in the beginning of the season, during the middle of the season, I was saying that Jason Tatum should be finishing the top three in the MVP vote. I, I, I keep stressing, I like Jason Tatum. He is a superstar in this league. Jason Tatum, he is the next the next wave, he can be the next Kobe. He can be the next, the next star, the next, the next face in this league. But Jason Tatum, man, he just he he's just like Jordan Jumper. Gets the Jazz, man. Game five. Fade away. He just keep fading away, yo. And it's just sorry, yes. Is that like a personal attack or something? It is. Jason Tatum, man, to, to a guy that finished fourth in the MVP race, I would have thought you would have a better playoff series, a better playoff run than what you are having now, man. I swear. The only way the Celtics most definitely will win this series if Jason Tatum plays, plays to the level that we know that Jason Tatum can play. If Jason Tatum will come out here and not – go one for 14 all the way to the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum just don't have three points in the fourth quarter and have to score all. Now, don't get me wrong. He came in clutch time in game six. He showed up when he was supposed to. But in my opinion, Philadelphia gave y'all that game. If MB was played with more control and would have played with more, um, more better pace, with a better pace, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. We'll be having this conversation about the Celtics is no longer in the playoffs. So, y'all got a gift wrap game last game. And hopefully that the Sixers don't give y'all a, game, a gift wrap game this game. You feel me? So, that's the only way that I think the Celtics is more definitely can get past this, this series. If Jason Tatum going to have to play all four quarters, he's going to have to. And if he doesn't play all four quarters, mark my word. The 76ers will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, talk about the 76ers. Like I just said, MB. If MB can take control of this game because they have nobody, 
Nobody on the Celtics can play in B. Nobody. Not Al Horford, not Robert Williams, not Grant Williams, not Marcus Smart, not Jason Tatum. Nobody. Nobody on that Celtics bench. That team, that organization can play Joel Embiid. If Joel Embiid can take over this game, this game seven, if he can do that, the Sixers will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's all on Joel Embiid. Now, it's not fully 100% on Joel Embiid. It is about 80% on Joel Embiid. It's all the way. Joel Embiid has to put his imprint on this game. He has to. And if he does not put his imprint on this game, it's going to slip away from the from the Sixers. It will slip away. Slip away. James Harden has to score 25 plus. Have to. That's <laughs> there's no if, ands, or buts. James Harden has to score 25 points or more. Maxi has to score 20 plus points to win this game. <laughs> and I hate to say this, PJ Tucker, you cannot hit flatline threes in that corner. You can't be flatline. If you go flatline, and because they're gonna leave you open, they don't have no faith in your game and your three pointers. If you go flatline, you and Tobias Harris play just like this game. Sixers will slip another game out of their grasp. Another one. So it's just like it's real simple for these games. It's real simple. It's number one, Jason Tatum got to play all four quarters. Number two, Joel Embiid have going to have to play uh, dominant basketball. And then it's going to come down to which others, which others, which bench, which second star. Is it going to be Jalen Brown? Is it going to be James Harden? Is it going to be Malcolm Brogdon? Is it going to be uh, Maxi? But somebody other than Tatum and Embiid is going to have to play Robin and have to score 20-plus. Want to have to. That's the only way that either one of these teams is going to win. It's whoever bench can score can score, and whoever bench can, can be better than the other team's bench, that's who's going to win the game. So that's like two things – Jason Tatum, bench. Joel Embiid, bench. Plain and simple. <laughs> Plain and simple, man. And, and the winner, whoever has, whoever can have those takes, in my opinion, will go to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I'm going to go ahead and just go in the limit pick right now. Go ahead and pick. They in Boston. Boston Celtics will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm going to say that right now. I think the 76ers is not going to show up today. I think that uh, the Boston Celtics is going to escape. It won't be a blowout. It won't be a blowout. It won't be too easy. But I do think that Boston will escape. I think Jason Tatum will have a better game this game. If And I also believe that Jalen Brown will have a better game than James Harden. It's just, it just that simple. It's just now that... If those two can play to the expectation of everything else, everything else has to play right. Marcus Smart, no turnovers in the fourth quarter, especially in the late in the fourth quarter. Malcolm Brogdon should be taking the ball up court and giving it to Tatum or Brown or whoever the hot man at that time. Um, you, 
that's what's going to have to come. You're going to have to find a, I think you have to play a little bit of zone against Joel Embiid to keep him frustrating, uh, frustrated and keep him out the paint. If you can keep his two feet out the paint, majority of the game, I think the Celtics can do it. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Celtics to win this game, to win game seven. So, Kurt, please don't be hating on me on this episode, Doug. Please. I picked your boys. Now, I talk to your boys and let your boys know that I picked them and y'all need to go ahead and, and finish this uh, series off. All right. Let's go to the East. The other team in the East, man. Um, the Heat and the Knicks. The Heat, the number eight team, the eighth-seeded team. It's made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. The team that lost to the Atlanta Hawks with the seventh seed in the play-in is now going to the Eastern Conference Finals. I couldn't believe it either. One more thing. Oh, my God. Let me just say this, man. The Heat played way different when they got Jimmy Butler. When Jimmy Butler is on the floor, man, the Heat plays completely different. Um, and as long as JB, Jimmy Buckets, <laughs> can just keep playing at the level that he's playing, man, it doesn't matter which team, Philly or or uh, the Boston, I think the Heat can take them. I just really think the Heat is playing so aggressive. They play, they feisty. They ain't scared of uh, whoever's in front of them. They don't care about what seed you was in the playoffs or anything of that nature. They just don't care. As long as they had Jimmy Butler that can end games and and and, and um, most definitely make big plays, the Heat is the Heat is in it. They believe in it. They got faith in themselves. Um, but the, and also for the Knicks, man, it's not the down the Knicks. It's not the down them. But I think that the Knicks were outplayed by one man. It was just one man, Jimmy Butler. And, you know, give it up to Jalen Brunson. I think Jalen Brunson had a tremendous year. I think Jalen Brunson had a tremendous year. He had tremendous playoffs. I told y'all before, I have a newfound respect for uh, Jalen Brunson. Now, the guy I felt, two guys on the Knicks that I felt like didn't take that next step, and they just not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. R.J. Barrett. Let's start with him. I forgot that this guy was even on the team. I forgot that this guy was was even in the league. R.J. Barrett did not show up. Did not. He didn't take. He didn't take that next step of being a, a star in this league. I, I felt like R.J. Barrett is still lost. Now, couldn't it be that uh, Tibbs' system? Could be. Not using them right, it's just it just it's just not looking too good at all. You feel me? Um, and he just he just didn't show up, man. He didn't play. He didn't put an imprint on nothing. He didn't he didn't do nothing on the offense to end. He didn't do nothing on the defense to end. He was out there doing cardio. That was it. He was just getting his steps in, in my opinion, man. Julius Randle, from a guy that was most improved a couple of years ago, that a guy that took the Knicks his himself. To the playoffs, got to the same exact spot that he's that he's in now. He didn't take the extra step either. Julius Randle, when are you going to learn to go right? 
when are you going to learn? When are you going to learn to stop shooting these crazy-ass threes and transitions? You're not a you're not Steph. You're not a decent three-point shooter. You're okay. Can you hit it at times? Yes. But for you to keep coming down here and chucking it up, it's not your game. That's not you, my guy. I don't know why you keep doing it, man. What I think Julius Randle should most definitely do is work on his right hand. Tie his left hand behind his back and go to work on his right hand. He has to learn how to drive to his right. He has to learn how to finish with his right. He's going to have to, and he's going to have to learn how to have better shoot, have better shot selections. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because right now, Julius Randle, man, I see why these New York fans are starting on your poster or saying trade you. You're not. You, 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 took, a, you took a step back, man. You took a step back. And and you can't be taking those steps back. You just can't be because Julius Randle, in my opinion, I think you have one more big contract ahead of you. It's going to be one team that still believe in you. I don't think the Knicks is going to give you a big contract, in my opinion. But you got one big contract left in you. And I'm not going to say that you're a super max or a max player, but you have one big contract left. And the New York Knicks right now is it's almost – in my opinion, we're not going to be the guys that's going to give it to you. It's going to be one of them lower teams, maybe, like the Detroit Pistons, San Antonio Spurs, um, something in that nature that's that's calling you. Because, like, right now, you, you just – I'm not going to say you're the reason why, but if you would have played better and, and, and it would have been a duo – Going against the Miami Heat, man, I think they would have took the Knicks. I mean, they, the Knicks would have took the Heat down, and that's just my. I, I, I just solely believe so. And by by that, by you not playing up to your caliber, excuse me, you not playing up to your caliber. That's why the Knicks are in Cancun now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just you. You just terrible, man. And you know what I mean? It, it's just. That you are playing. It's the biggest piece of dog shit. Playing simple, playing like dog shit. Got to do better. So this offseason, man, I really hope you work on your right, um, become a better player than um, what you was in these last two seasons. In my opinion, you got to take another step. You're gonna have to go to another level. You're gonna have to find dig deeper and, and go deep into that bag. You know what I mean? That that that's just my opinion on that. All right. Let's go to the Knicks. I mean, uh, the Nuggets and the Suns. And the Nuggets are in the Western Conference Finals. They beat the Suns 4-2. And my opinion, let me tell you, the Suns, that death, that bench death is some trash. It is garbage. Throw them them away. You're going to have to do better next year. I think once you traded for Kevin Durant, man, it messed it mess your whole death up. And it, don't get me wrong. I understand this. Kevin Durant, he's the guy um, anybody probably would trade their majority of their team up just to get Kevin Durant. 
he's the one of the best shooters in the league. He, you know what I mean? And and he's he's proven that he is a superstar in this league. But I told y'all in many episodes ago that I believe lose uh you trading Danny and your whole team just to get one player, it's not a good, it's not a good look. It's, it, it won't do it won't do no help when it's just time for your bench to come in and 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 uh playoff time. It's it's, it's no good. It's no good. And DeAndre Aiden. DeAndre Aiden. It's the biggest piece of dog shit. Congratulations. You played yourself. And that's just pretty much for DeAndre Aiden, man. Get rid of him from the Suns. Get what you can get out, out of him and get rid of him. He has to go. He has to be gone. He is the worst, one of the worst big men in this league. I don't know what it is about DeAndre Aiden, man, but DeAndre Aiden. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Um, Jokic put a clinic on you, my man. Jokic schooled you. Jokic showed you that you should not be in the category of big men. Jokic averaged a triple-double on the whole entire Suns team in six games. Averaged a triple-double. Now, I'm not a big Jokic fan. You know what I mean? I'm not. But Jokic put on a clinic. He shows us why he why he was a two-time MVP. Why his name should have been mentioned in the MVP uh, race this year. And like I said, I, I, I really don't have a lot to say about Jokic other than, man, he's a good skilled big man. You know what I mean? And, you know, a, a topic for another day is where does he rank once his career is over with? You know what I mean? And, and I say Jokic, is, he's, a, he's, he's that guy. You know, what I mean, he's showing you that he can be that guy, and and all, and but the only thing about uh, Jokic in me is just the conditioning. It, it's that's the only thing about it. I understand that people would be like, "He's conditioning." He's with, with his bad conditioning. He's he's over here averaging a triple double. Yeah, that's just DeAndre Ayton. He ain't averaged a triple double against uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, against the Cat, against Rudy Gobert, and I don't like Rudy Gobert. And, you know, y'all already know how I kind of feel about the cat. But he didn't do that against them. So how can we sit here and say that Jokic is, you know, he did that to all the big men? No, he didn't. He only did it to um, DeAndre Ayton. He knew once DeAndre Ayton came up on him, he knew that it was like, this guy is no match for me. This guy is trash. Get him off of me. Why? This is going to be cakewalk. This is like a walk in the park. All of these types of – all of these – everything that I'm saying is pretty much what Jokic was saying in his head, and we've seen it. DeAndre Ayton is just – get rid of him. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to keep saying it now. I remember I used to be on DeAndre bandwagon. I used to think he was a decent big guy in this league. But it's just, as I keep sitting here and just keep looking at his game, he is not. He's not that guy. He is not. He is trash. If I'm the uh, Phoenix Suns, I will be emotional damage. I'd be asking to get rid of them right now. Trade them. <laughs> you got to trade them. But the Suns, in my opinion, they lost because of that death of that bench. The Nuggets had way better death. Um, hey, they had a way better team, period. 
you know what I mean, as a team. Um, the Suns, they only had two players. Chris Paul got hurt, as usual. You know, every time Chris Paul gets deep into the playoffs, man, he gets hurt, and that's my guy. But I think Chris Paul, for the time has caught you, I think your time is up, my man. I think you, I think you should just go ahead and ride off to the sunset while you still can. Um, you you are a top ten point guard in this league, probably top five, top six, um, in this league. But I I, I just think that it's time for you to go, man. I think that Suns team need to be revamped, need to be kind of retooled a little bit. Um, if you want to keep D Book and Kevin Durant together, you're gonna to have to find a way to find a, uh, some more others. You gonna to have to find a way. Cameron Payne, it's not that guy. Shep, uh, Lammy Shamit, it's not that guy. Um, uh, Bim, uh, Beyond Bimbo, it's not that guy. Uh, it, 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 you know, what I mean, the teams that you put around, it, to me, they, it, it was like a G League team. And, uh, you know, I mean, no disrespect to anybody that's even G League or on that Suns team because y'all y'all in the career that I wish I can be in. But as of right now, man, it, they just – it just trash. It was it just no good, in my opinion, man. And, and that's why the Suns most definitely uh, lost um, this series, man. And shout-out to the Nuggets, man, and make it to the Western Conference Finals. Now I'm trying to see can Jokic be that guy – to, to actually carry his team deep. I mean, deeper. Can they, can they go to the finals now? And now that they are in the Western Conference Finals, guess who they will be playing against? Not to keep you in suspicion, it's them L.A. Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers, my Lakers, the team that was 0-3 chances of making the playoffs, who was in the 13th and the 12th seed throughout the majority of the season. Them Lakers, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, a.k.a. Street Clothes, a.k.a. new coach in town, Donovan Ham, is now going to the Western Conference Finals to face the Phoenix, I mean, uh, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, buddy. Yes, that's exactly what I did when I found out that the Lakers beat the Warriors 4-2 in good fashion and the same fashion as we whooped that ass in Memphis. You know what I mean? But, no, no disrespect to the, uh, the Golden State Warriors, man. They was not the same team as they, as they won the championship last year. Um, they dealt with a lot of injuries. They dealt with a lot of inconsistency. They dealt with a lot of players being in and out the lineup. Um, Duty was suspension. They dealt with players fighting each other. They dealt with a lot of adversity um, coming into the season. And it's, it's not to give them no excuses. Not giving them no excuses because they was able to make the playoffs. They was able to skip the play-in. They was able to face the Sacramento Kings in the first round. And they was able to beat the Kings in the first round. So, you know what I mean? They had a, a good season. They had a, a a season that they should not hang their heads low on. They 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 – I don't think that their dynasty run is over with. Taking a break, yes. And what team? Thank you, Lakers, for letting them have that break. You feel me? But no, on a seriously note, man, I just think that the Warriors was it was an uphill battle for the Warriors. Um, I think once they got past the Sacramento Kings, it was it was like all right, yeah. Now let's see 
what can we do against the Lakers? You know, we undersize a little bit. We 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 um don't really have a, a legitimate big man and anything in that nature. And it was just it was just an uphill battle for the Warriors. But for my Lakers, we had an uphill battle all year, dog. So I don't want to hear nothing about no more uphill uphill battles. Let's talk about these Lakers and how this 20-plus seasoned veteran was able to uh, was able to help lift the Lakers and make it to the Western Conference Finals, man. LeBron came out holding no punches, none at all. When it was game time, man, he was he was he was locked in. AD, it's Mr. Street Clothes. We we can almost now give that street clothes title to somebody else right now. Um so I most definitely just think that uh, it was it was it was great to see that you was able to finish the season. I mean, able to number one, like I said, finish the season and put a good playoff run in. Because man, we needed that playoff run. We most definitely needed that play uh, that from AD, and AD showed it up on both ends of the floor. Now, AD wasn't all the way consistent. He was not all the way consistent because that time on that offensive end, man, AD was just like, yo, dog, come on, yo, we need you. And then at times we seen when AD hit the floor and was holding himself and, and all that, we was like, oh, man, hold your breath. He about to be out again. And then, you know, especially when he caught that uh, forearm to the uh, to the temple, I thought that was it for my man. I thought he was going to be in concussion protocol and all that. But he was able to not be in concussion protocol. So, man, that was – that was a great thing for Anthony Davis. And like I said, it helps the Lakers. When AD is healthy and playing to the full extent, it, it helps the Lakers out tremendously. Tremendously, you feel me? And um, it was able to help us get past the Warriors. We was a better team. We was a uh, a deeper team. And, man, and speaking of uh, deep, man, shout out to Lonnie Walker, who had never lost no confidence, who, who was – Always on DNPs, um, uh, uh, and it was able to come in and still be professional and still able to drop buttons when he was able to drop buttons when his name was called or when his number was called. You feel me? And that was and that was what the Lakers, um, that was their advantage over the uh, Warriors was they was able to call on people off the bench and able to step up and and, and fill in. You know, Dennis Schroeder played one hell of a series against Steph Curry. Now, it's Steph Curry. Steph Curry is going to be Steph Curry. He's going to drop 20-something points every game, if not 30-something points. But for him to go ahead and chase Steph Curry around, him and Vanderbilt was able to, you know, chase him around and, and able to contain him enough for us to get four victories out of that series. Shout out to y'all, man, because that's all it was. It was the others that stepped up and showed that their others was better than the others that was on the Warriors. And that's all it was because, like I said, the Warriors didn't really have no others. After you went past that starting five, it was like, mm, I don't know now. Who 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 do they have? Who can they rely on for real, for real? You know what I mean? And uh, the Warriors didn't have it. And that was that downfall. And that's always been the Warriors' pedigree is they always had bench players and always had players that can fill in when it's time to fill in. You feel me? So my Lakers got it. Lakers against the Nuggets, man. And I'm going to go ahead and call it again. 
Lakers and six. Yes, I have them beating the Nuggets. I think that this is going to be the battle of the big man between Anthony Davis and uh, Nikola Jokic. And it's also going to come down to who has the better depth, who bench, who others is going to show up. And it's going to be very, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a very exciting game series, in my opinion. I think it's going to be very exciting because it's going to go back and forth. Um, like I said, Lakers in six. I got it. I got it going six. Um, Lakers four two, of course. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and keep talking my ish until otherwise, man. But um, yeah, I, I just think that's going to be a good matchup. I think it's going to be the Heat and the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, then the Nuggets and the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. And I believe I'm gonna go ahead and get my prediction. I'm going to give it to y'all now. I believe that we will have a bubble rematch in the finals. I think it's going to be the Miami Heat versus Los, versus the Los Angeles Lakers again. Bubble rematch. I'm calling it right now. And if it goes, of course, I'm still right with the Lakers. But I think that bubble rematch is, is bound to happen, man, because I don't think whatever team make it out the East to go to, against the Heat, I think the Heat can control them. I think the Heat can bully them and um, – uh, 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 show out more as far as the Lakers and the Nuggets. I just think that me being biased and me looking at the this actual Lakers team, man, I think the Lakers had a better team and I think the Lakers can win it. So I think it's gonna be a bubble rematch. You feel me? So make sure y'all comment, uh, below and tell me what who y'all think. Do y'all think it will be a bubble rematch or is it gonna be somebody else? You feel me? Um, so. That's it right there. That is it, man. I appreciate y'all as always for man for tuning in. And make sure y'all always go uh tell a friend who can be a friend who wanna who can possibly be a friend that MTMO is out here, Doug. And I'm still out here pushing. I'm still out here trying to get to my goals. And one of my goals is trying to be get to trying to get to a thousand subscribers. You feel me? So make sure you go ahead and tell a friend who can be a friend that go ahead and hit that subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. You feel me? Become one of the subscribers. Make sure you you uh you get the notifications every time an episode drop. You know what I mean? So just make sure y'all do that for me, man. And uh make sure y'all comment below and tell me what y'all think about this episode. Uh do y'all think that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets um can go make a playoff run? Do you think the Bucks was wrong for firing um their head coach? And do y'all believe that my bubble prediction for the finals can, can actually happen? You feel me? So make sure y'all go ahead and y'all do that. Um, make sure y'all go ahead and follow my other podcast program. You feel me? Make sure y'all go follow at the bank of Baltimore Ravens po- uh, podcast. You feel me? It's giving me, it's just me giving y'all nothing but that Ravens news. So all to my flock nations out here, man, if you most definitely need your Ravens podcast, man. Come away and follow the guy. It's on the Grid Network, you feel me? And make sure y'all go, and while I talk about the Grid Network, man, make sure y'all follow the network. Real dope network with real dope content, you feel me? Not only just at the bank and MTMO, we got Clutch Sports. We got all, all, what is it? What's my man, Barry Podcast? Um, All Even Podcast. We have Commanders on Demand. We have the Cowboys. Um, can fan, and so we have 
really dope shows, man. Come on into the grid network. Dare to be different. Into the grid, you feel me? Come on and check us out, man. I guarantee you would not be disappointed, man. And also, while I'm out here shouting out, yo, shout out to my favorite ladies for dropping out, for dropping their 14 um episode man it's out right now locked in sports make sure y'all go follow them make sure y'all tune in to their episodes is also man and you know they always giving out that dope content and talking that it's just like me you feel me so shout out to locked in sports lease bells you know what i mean keep doing your thing shout out to my man um rod uncensored podcast and the rod uncensored network man make sure y'all go follow my guy man <laughs> real comedian, real dope guy, um, can talk that sports too. So make sure y'all go follow him. Um, make sure y'all go follow the real talk on the ASAP network, also, man. You know, I'm all I'm also on there with my guys Ray, Kenny, and Chris on there Mondays and Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, man. Make sure y'all go check us out as we sit there, kick that, kick that, uh, that ish, also, man. I love when my uh, guys, Kenny and Ray. Go back and forth. <laughs> um, who else I'm shouting out, man? And like I say, shout out as as always was and like I just did, man. Shout out to my man Barry, man, for actually putting me onto the grid network, giving me a chance to talk my issue into onto that uh to uh their platform, man. So shout out to them. Um shout out to oh while wow, I'm also here. Um merchandise is here it is there <laughs> you feel me if you looking for your mtmo hats shirts coffee mugs stickers bumper stickers anything in that nature man make sure y'all go follow the grid network man make sure y'all go onto the uh um the grid uh, uh website where you can go in and hit the clothing line and you'll give us it'll give you all of the uh Shows that's on there, man. Make sure y'all go support, man. I guarantee you, NTMO is on there, and at the bank is on there, man. My my stuff is coming soon. I can't wait to show y'all what I uh what I got in store for y'all. But just make sure y'all go ahead and check that out. Um, I believe that is everything. No, you know what? How can I do this? How can I not remember this? To all my beautiful mothers out here, man. Happy Mother's Day to y'all, man. To all, all the people that's struggling like myself, who moms is not here, man. Happily mother, happily, heavily Mother's Day to y'all, man. Because y'all go out here and y'all support. Y'all go out here and encourage y'all. Show love to these ladies, man. Because without these ladies, without our mothers, we will not be here. So happy Mother's Day from, from MTMO, you feel me? Uh, And... That's pretty much it, man. I appreciate y'all for joining, man. And then always, man, check me out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.